It's 2010, Knoxville, Tennessee. Every major slam poetry team in the South is gathered for the annual Southern Fried Poetry Slam. It's a big deal. Southern Fried is one of the largest and longest running poetry slams in the world. And it's finals night. The room is packed to the gills. There's not a seat in the house. It's hot and anticipation is bubbling. There are only four teams left vying for the title prize of cash, trophy, and as tradition dictates, a box of RC Cola and Moon Pies. It's a Southern thing. One of the teams in finals is Bull City from Durham, North Carolina. I was on that team, young and very nervous. Dasan Ahanu was on that team too. He's a veteran, calm, poised, and ready to perform. Oh man, it's 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 one of the most amazing feelings ever. Like everything moves in slow motion. You you feel like this like this kind of aura around you where you're like totally conscious of everything that you're doing in terms of body motion, in terms of everything. You're hearing each word as it comes out. Dasan is well known in the poetry community. He's hard to miss. He's tall, like six seven tall. And he dresses fresh, head to toe, has a legendary shoe collection, and he's got a cool but powerful demeanor. Here's Dasan performing a poem called Beautiful. It's about a friend of his who survived breast cancer. He finished writing this poem just as we got to Knoxville. I pull you close. It's like holding the sun. Your bald head sits against my chest like the evening horizon, and I've never seen anything so beautiful. They can take your breast as long as they don't This is what a big-time poetry slam sounds like. It's a battle, poet versus poet, round by round, crowd going wild. A poetry slam is a poetry competition. It's a layered poetic conflict. Today, we're going to dive in and figure out who wins. From North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC, this is Stories with a Heartbeat. I'm Will McInerney. On each episode of this podcast, we explore moments of conflict through a poetic lens. This week, we're going to take a look at slam poetry with slam master, slam champion, southern poetry slam legend, Dasan Ahanu. Let's start at the top. What is a poetry slam? Uh, when I talk about what slam is, I always tell them two things. One, that it's a uh, um, that it's a bar game, that it is, you know, poems are judged by audience members who are picked randomly and they're judged Olympic style over the course of a competition that's set up in rounds. Um, but it's also a mechanism that was created 
to allow for poetry to be introduced in spaces where you wouldn't normally expect it. The modern format used in Poetry Slams is credited to a construction worker from Chicago named Mark Smith. At Mark's request, every time you say his name, the crowd responds, so what? The point being, it's not about Mark. It's not about any one person. It's about the poetry. Call and response traditions are a big part of Slam. The crowd is encouraged to respond during the poems with snaps, claps, or anything that feels right. I can still remember the electric feeling of the room in Knoxville that night. Generally speaking, the energy is affirming. You don't boo the poet, but you can boo the judges. Poems are timed and judged from zero to 10 by five random members of the audience. On one hand, I, I believe it's sort of that grassroots kind of belief in the arts where it's about connecting with the everyday person. And so to get the most everyday folks as, as much as possible. Um, I remember there's a quote by Amir Baraka who, where he, he would talk to his poetry students and he would take them out and say, you know, go over there to that group of construction workers working and go spit a poem. And if they don't, you know, throw rocks at you and crack you over the side of the head, then you might be a poet. So in Knoxville, Southern Fried, we were on final stage. We want the cash and the trophy and the RC Cola and the Moon Pies. But the other teams are equally hungry. Round by round, it's close. New Orleans in particular, they're good, really good. How do we win? It's simple, right? In order to beat the other poets, you need to win over the judges. You just have to be the best. No. The, be the best poet rarely wins <laughs> poetry slam. Um, I have seen it happen, and it does happen, but it's very rare. Wait a second. According to Dasan, a highly regarded and accomplished poet who has won a whole bunch of slams, the best poets usually don't win slams. But what ends up happening is that very often the person who made the best impression, connected the most in terms of what they were saying and how they said it, and the other pieces that also clearly established in the audience mind who they were and gave the audience something to grab onto in terms of the poet themselves, um, usually wins the slam. Poetry slams are about the best connection. This is not a normal competition or your standard conflict. It's more like a release of energy going back and forth between the poet and the crowd, the art and the people. Remember how Dasan described performing in a poetry slam? Oh man, it's, it's, it's one of the most amazing feelings ever. Um, everything moves in slow motion. You, you feel like there's like this kind of aura around you where you're like totally conscious of everything that you're doing in terms of body motion, in terms of everything. You're hearing each word as it comes out. He's not talking about the greatness of his poem or the craft of his metaphors. He's talking about the connection he feels with the audience. 
that zone is just one of the most, it's like so amazing. Once you recognize it and it hits, you are totally and completely aware of everything through the end of the poem. And when you're done, you know, like, <laughs> we were all there. Like, yes. Winning can't be simplified down to the best writing or the best performance. You gotta be good for sure. But the winner, the winner is the person who can put it on the line, perform it, and move people. It requires heart and passion and sincerity. It's intangible. It's poetic. So it's a beautiful thing and experience that I, I, I just I want for every poet to have that and just to know what that feels like. That night in 2010 at Southern Fried, I performed my poem, Dasan performed his, and our whole team, well, we connected with the crowd. We moved the judges. We put it all on the line. Our winners with a 1. We got the money and the trophy, the cola and the moon pies. It was an unforgettable moment of joy, and we reveled in it. But as Mark Smith would probably want us to say, so what? I used to help organize youth poetry slams, and we would always remind folks, winning is great. In any conflict, you want to win. But in slam, the point is not really the points. The point is the poetry. The point is connection. Sometimes you know you connected. You know right away. You get a perfect 10. You can see it. You can hear it. But sometimes it's deeper than that. A little more nuanced. Sometimes connecting means moving just one person in that crowd. The poem you've been hearing in this episode is called Beautiful. It's about Dasan's friend and her battle with breast cancer. He slammed with it many times, and won many times. But I asked him, what's the most memorable connection you've made with those words? His answer had nothing to do with slam or glory or RC Cola. So I was performing, I think it was, I was in Raleigh, and um, it was for SparkCon. And I did that poem. At the end of the event, I had a family waiting for me. A whole family. Husband, wife, kids. Uh, and, and, you know, I don't... There was also a white family. And I was I was just like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And they were the cutest family, too. Like, classic, like, television commercial. <laughs> you know, husband, wife, couple of cute kids. It's just like... I, oh. And I was so sure I was getting ready to get chastised. I was like, I've done something to offend these folks. And then by the time I walked over and they could start talking, like it was just nothing but tears. And I was like, oh God. So now I'm choking up. I'm choked up. I'm all red eyed. They're all teary eyed. Everybody's crying. We're all hugging. And I was like, oh God. And um, 
the wife was a survivor. And so I stayed and talked with them for, you know, a good little while. But, you know, as poets, we always have, you know, the folks who come, they're poets who can, you know, who can tell you, like, they're literally having people who've come up to tell them that, like, they were the difference in that poet's life or even that poet making it to, to the next day. But I've never had a whole family. It was just like, it was just a beautiful thing. Is that why you do this for moments like that? That's what matters. That's what matters the most to me. I could, I could write, I could write poems and, you know, get them published and do that all day and never connect with anyone. But, you know, what has made my journey as an artist like spectacular and just like something I would never trade for anything has been the people in those moments. Slam poetry is an art form riddled in conflict and resolved by connection. When it works, it's a powerful, democratizing platform for spoken word expression that taps into what it means to be human. That's what poetry does. It brings people together, even if they're facing off in conflict, head to head, three rounds, zero to 10. This is Stories with a Heartbeat. I'm Will McInerney. This podcast is a production of North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC. This episode was produced by David Brower and me. Our original music is created by Stephen Levitin, also known as the Apple Juice Kid. And a special thanks to Trude O'Neill for the audio from Southern Fried. You can download more episodes of Stories with a Heartbeat on iTunes or on our website, wunc.org heartbeat. From Chapel Hill, North Carolina, I'm Will McInerney. <laughs>